Hello everyone, I'm hoping that everyone's day is going really well, and welcome back to Mishnah Yomi with Natty. and today we will continue our learning of Mishnah from my second my Perikim, Mishnah Dalad, through Mishnah, and now here's a little intro into Mishnah Dalad, and so the rest of the chapter deals with giving tad produce to a person who is not trusted regarding Masros and Chavis. The Mishnah discusses whether we must be concerned that the produce was exchanged with untied produce, or with the produce of Chavis, and so you guys are going to understand a little bit more about what I'm talking about once we go into the Mishnah, and so the Mishnah says, Kuti if someone brings tithed non chavis wheat to a Kudian miller, um, and a, the Kudian, they were kind of people that that con, kind of converted to Judaism and joined our nation, but they didn't really follow the laws and everything, and they had like a similar status to an Amaret. So if someone brings tithed non chavis um, wheat to a Kudian miller or to a miller who is an Amaret for him to grind into flour, so we give it to him to grind it into flour. Um, because class of the masters of the Chavis, um, it remains in its original status regarding masters and Chavis. That is the flour that the miller returns to the owner is presumed to have been made um, um been made with the tithe non chavis wheat that he gave the miller. Although Kudins and Almeirats are not trusted regarding Masros and Chavis, we are not concerned that the miller exchanged the customer's wheat with his own wheat or with wheat that another customer gave him to grind. This is because Kudins and Almeirats are not um, suspected to take something that is not their own. Therefore, we therefore they are careful that each customer should receive the flower ground from his own grain. And so now here's another case. If, however, a person brings um, his wheat to an idolatrous miller, the mai, the flower he receives, in return is the mai, because we are concerned that the flower was made from wheat that an Amaret gave the idolatrous to grant. So here's another situation as well. If someone leaves if someone leaves his tithe produce for safekeeping with a Kodian or with an Amaret, because it remains in its original status regarding Masros and Shabiz. That is, we are not concerned that the Kudian or an Amaret switch the produce um, he was given with other produce. Thus, when when the uh, produce is returned to the owner, he does not need to be concerned that it is untithe um, or of uh, shavis. So now here's a here's the one of the last situations. Let's say if he leaves his tithe produce for safekeeping with an idolater, um, the produce of the idolater returns to him has the status of the idolater's produce, which is not subject to the laws of Masros and Shavis. Although idolaters are suspected to take something that is not theirs, um, there is no concern that um there's no concern here that the return produce may have belonged to an Amaret, which is demise since um since there is no reason to assume that this adulterer has other people's produce in his possession therefore the only possible concern is that he may have exchanged exchanged the jews produce with his own produce uh, which is not an issue since the produce of an adulterer is not subject to the laws of masters and chavis and so here we have a town that disagrees rabbi shimon omar rabbi shimon says demise the produce he receives from the adulterer is demai because the adulterer might have exchanged it with the produce given to him for safekeeping by an Amaret. And Rabbi Shimon argues that just as this Jew gave the adulterer produce watch, so too another Jew who is an Amaret may have done the same. Therefore, we must be concerned that the adulterer exchanged the um, the, the tithe produce for demai produce. And so that, that concludes Mishnah. Let's move on to Mishnah. 
So Mishnah says, Hanotim live in Agadias. So someone who, that is a chaver who is trusted regarding Masros, and he gives raw food to a woman innkeeper who is an Amaretz to confirm. So he, so we have we have a chaver that gives raw food to a, to a woman innkeeper that is Amaretz, and she's going to cook it for him. Masr asks Shehu Notim La. He must tie that which he gives to her. Vet Shehu Notim Mimenu, and that which he takes back from her, he must um tie them once he gets it back from her. Mivne Shech Ashula Lachalav because she's suspected to. Exchange the food with her own. Therefore, the raw food that is given to her it must be tied, since since there is a there, since there is a concern that she may take it and eat it without tithing. The cooked um the cooked food that she returns to him must also be tied because that food may be her own food, which is the mass. So now we have a Tana that disagrees. Amar Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi said, Ain anu So we are not responsible for swindlers. Since since she's acting deceitfully by exchanging the food, we do not protect her from the effects of her actions. Therefore, he ties only that which he takes back from her, but not the raw food that he gives her, even though, as a result, she may end up eating untied food. And so that concludes today's Mishnah Yom Thank you, everyone, for listening, and have a wonderful rest of your day.